3: The Around the NFL Podcast. Call the fight; it's the best podcast around.
1: Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL Podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm joined by a room filled with heroes: Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, boys? Hey, Dan. A very special edition of the Around the Around the NFL Podcast. Uh, you know, we started the show as a foursome uh, in July. 2013, it's now July 2016, <laughs> 13, 14, 15, 16, four years? No, three. No, 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 no. Four years. Three years.
4: Well,
5: we'll be entering our fourth year. Yeah. Okay. Math never <laughs> your strong suit, famously. 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 But- 39.
1: 39 on a state-mandated math test. Uh, Mark and I, of course, the ATL Debate Club way back in the day is how this all got off the ground. So this has really been going on uh, since the 2012 uh, NFL season, which is wild when you think about it. And, you know, some would say, uh, wait, wait, you're going to have a, a best of podcast? That means that's, you've jumped the shark. It's all over. And I get that. And you go, Oh, this is this sounds lazy. You guys just don't want to do a show during the quiet time of the season. Totally get that, too. But in truth, Wes, we have great fans. And the fans, whether it's on the subreddit board, which continues to explode, or on Twitter and social media where they always speak out what they love, they love the show. A lot of fans listen to multiple the show multiple times every time we put a new one out. And this is kind of like a little gift to the fans, some of the best Uh, moments of the show's history
6: well that's one way of looking at it you could also say that we just want Brandon to do our work for us
5: (laughs) (laughs) plus you know it's got some holidays people are on vacations if the alternative is no show or uh, we put something together
6: I just want to hear Mark's 50 adjectives for the Cowboys defense
1: oh you're gonna hear that you're also gonna hear I don't know because Brandon's done all the work on this (laughs) Uh but the the one thing that we do need to uh to get straightened out before we do throw it to Brandon to get us underway, is this the best of the Around the NFL podcast or around the NFL podcast greatest hits. That's greatest greatest
5: important. hits sounds like you know we have you know hits that we play. You know that we have tracks. <laughs> yes,
3: great. That we have. Yes.
5: Okay, the, here's the five. That's not how we operate at, at, in five-minute chunks. Well, I've brist- we're, the, we're the best of. I bristled at best of because the best is yet to come. <laughs> <laughs> that's another way to look at. It. I mean, we, Greg, we both agreed on. I like that best
4: of before the show when we were not recording and Dan. In his intonation when he sort of spoke both examples, clearly you are on the greatest hits side. Yeah, can you give us a this. little echo
1: for this, Brandon? Around the NFL podcast greatest hits. It just sounds good. It's kind of it's a little cute little playing with the best of compilations and music. That's what it is.
4: I mean, do we want to fight this battle, thanks, or we just thanks we, for spelling we, it out?
1: Well, you you it seemed like you were stumbling over it. like, oh, it's not technically a song. It's like what?
4: It saves so. Greg and I multiple conversations with Dan about the subject, yeah. and
5: it also meets Wes's point that the best is still ahead. I know the the minute the last minute of conversation would not be on any best of.
1: No, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> but we're uh, coasting right here. No, we're coasting. So <laughs> let's let's begin the show. And uh, the master of ceremonies, uh, if you will, is the great uh, Brandon McGinnis behind the glass, the Irishman, who this is his big chisels moment. He wants to be up on Rushmore by the end of his time
3: here at NFL Media. And now the great test begins. Brandon, take it away, baby. Dan, we have a lot of great stuff to get to today. And as your meaningless master of ceremonies, I have the power to turn back time. Let's start where it all began in the old ATL debate club days on the Dave Damshak football program.
1: And and Mr. Fancy Pants. The need NFL news and here's their chance. It's ATL, Around the League.
4: Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Around the League Debate Club. I'm joined here, as always, by my partner Dan Hansis. Dan, good to be with you this morning.
1: It's always great to be with you, Mark Sessler.
4: And uh, shout-out to those of you that have just been listening to the Dave Damashek podcast and also to those of you that are catching us on the Around the League blog, which Dan and I write for, along with our editor, Greg Rosenthal, and our other partner, Kareem Copeland.
1: What a team. What a team. Great
4: team. Dan, so, you know, last night we got together to we did. watch.
1: I had you over my home, actually. To your
4: house. I had never been to your house before. What was How'd that go? It went. It went very well. I mean, why don't you tell me how you thought it went?
1: Well, I was nervous before you came over. Um, I made sure to stock up on Heineken, which is your beer of choice. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I knew the Browns were playing, so I didn't know what kind of mood you'd be in. But you were in the mood to watch football and and drink beer, so everything went well, I thought.
4: I thought we had a a good time. You know, it was – I went into the game with tempered expectations. That's what happens after 10 years of utter misery. You become numb to the Cleveland sure. Browns I mean, I
1: don't, I don't blame you. It's not been a good good ride for you since 99.
4: Been a little rough, but I think we both, you know, I want to get your impressions on the game, number one. I thought we walked out of this feeling like it wasn't an utter disaster.
1: No, I think you right off the bat you have to be feeling good that the Browns had the ball down seven with less than two minutes to go. I mean, just that they had the shot. And then, you know, Whedon, and we can get into Whedon uh, shortly, but... It, you have to give him some credit that he led them down inside the 20 there. Um, the last pl- the last pass was disappointing that he sailed it out of the back of the end zone. But I'll tell you what, on balance, it's a good night for Cleveland. I mean, when you're talking about the Browns, it is it tells you a lot about the franchise when they lose the game. And you're saying, oh, what a good night it was for the Browns. But that's almost how you have to look at it when you go into Baltimore, right?
4: yeah you know when it comes to you know weedon weedon has been kind of this hot cold act he did a, a nice job against the Bengals and in fact, you know I read this morning on twitter he 's one of a gr- small group of quarterbacks that as a rookie have thrown for over three hundred and twenty yards twice in this short season. that group includes Peyton Manning and also Cam Newton and uh, Warren moon among others so i 'm encouraged by that, but they 're also throwing the ball an outrageous amount of time and it's it's not a balanced offense. Uh, he, made a, he made a dire mistake down the, down the stretch there with that pick six, but he recovered from it.
1: I know, and I, I will say this also. I mean, watching the game with you, as a Browns fan, that's you know you want Whedon to work. And I'm rooting for the guy, too. I mean, when you have a 28-year-old rookie, it's it brings back memories of Scott Bakula from Necessary Roughness. You <laughs> always root for a Bakula-type character. right? And what we had here was Whedon making some nice throws and moving the ball and moving the team at times, but also making a lot of poor throws and, you know, maybe being a step slow in his judgments, throwing the horrible pick six, thr- sailing the last pass of the game out of the end zone and not giving his team a shot. I, From my perspective, I, st- I am not sold on Whedon, and I, I really have to think, because now the Browns are 0-4, correct? Yeah, they are. You know, let's say they finish 3-13, and 13, which is something that obviously can happen and they're sitting on the first pick in the draft or the top three pick, there's going to be some good QBs out there. Let's say Matt Barkley, whomever you think is the top guy. If the Browns have the chance to get him, I'm thinking you have to get him. you got to go get the top young quarterback and move on from Whedon if he doesn't progress. I know he's shown some signs overall through four games, but I'm not seeing enough to say, you know, let's pass on a potential stud in the draft.
4: Well, and I think, you know, you brought up the, the parallel last night. Are we looking at, you know, Jimmy Clausen? the year before a Cam Newton is available to a team that might have a number one pick I, I, my one thing with Cleveland they've rebooted the engine like 25 times a little patience I just I, it's four games in I'm seeing some encouraging signs from Whedon I'm seeing some issues too but I'd, I, I'd like to see this team stick to the plan for once literally they start over every two years and, right. and you just can't get it done in the NFL doing that.
1: Well speaking of starting over uh, my New York Jets are potentially in that situation now that uh, my beloved Darrell Revis is finished with a ACL tear. That was a.
4: Why did I laugh when you said that? That's not funny at all.
1: Well, I think yeah. actually, I see. I would get upset if you were a Ravens fan or a Giants fan or a Patriots fan, but since you're part of the loser brotherhood that makes up Jets and Browns sure fans enough. and a couple other franchises, <laughs> we kind of you know that it's almost like a helping thing, you yeah. know. So that's cool with me. But I mean, that was a devastating um, setback for both the Jets and the fan base. Uh, where do you think? the Jets are at this point as a franchise now with Revis on the shelf.
4: I wasn't hot on New York as a playoff team with Revis. Yeah, I know you were. Um I I think that they've moved into project mode, but you know it made me think of um two thousand eight when Belichick lost Brady right off the bat and a lot of people saying, you know, this team ah, well of course you're not going to be the same team without essentially your best player and maybe the best player in football. I look at the Jets the same way and that, you know, this is Rex Ryan's opportunity this season to show us what kind of coach are you when you've lost what is essentially the guy that everyone has to game plan for
1: that's funny you bring up Rex because I do think Rex despite what you'll see some this right is more um, comfortable in his job security than most NFL coaches you know I'd put him in that uh, upper tier of in terms of hot seat I don't think that's a hot seat at all. But at the same time, you there is a potential for the wheels to come flying off here. Um and a lot of that comes down to if Sanchez continues to be um inconsistent, which now coming off that one good game he's had now, um two straight really poor games. And I don't think I don't I don't think the Jets are a Super Bowl contender anymore. You know, I don't think they ever really were this season, but now I don't think they're a playoff contender. To me, this season becomes about what is Mark Sanchez? Is he the future of this franchise. And after this season, you'll have four full years. And if he is the same Sanchez we know, which is a guy that gives you flashes of skill and then long periods of ineffectiveness, I think that tells the Jets it's time to go in a different direction.
4: I mean, so let's say he has a typical Sanchez season. let duplicates essentially what he did last year, which his numbers actually last year – when you go back and look at them, they're surprising. They're not as bad as we tend to view Sanchez in terms of some of his down moments. Uh, do they jump ship from this guy?
1: I think, yeah, I think that he has to be better than last year. I think he needs to show real growth. And as a, have been a guy that's always been behind Sanchez, but I've been disheartened by what I've seen so far because it's been the same guy.
4: It concerns me, though, because, well, I think there's a couple things going on. you got Rex Ryan. is Sanchez was his first draft pick, and really, I mean, his... Early legacy in New York is tied to Sanchez, whether he wants it to be or not. But secondly, I mean, Sanchez is going to be viewed as a winner or a loser based on that record. And they re- and so, you know, you're not predicting playoffs. You're thinking, what, maybe six, six wins? Six, seven wins, I'm thinking now, How yeah. does Sanchez survive the perception game in that city if that's what how how it plays out?
1: I think he's in a tough spot. I think the whole franchise is in a tough spot, and that includes Tannenbaum, who I think, uh, the general manager, whose job is potentially in danger now as well, because it's going to be very hard to put together a successful season without your best player. It, it, I mean, I'd almost got... Revis's injury almost got swept under the rug in a way, which is shocking because it's the Jets and it's New York. Right. But with the, all the replacement ref, Jama, and thank God they're back. And also, thank God uh, Gene Sterator, who, you know, <laughs> he was the guy who was leading the refs yesterday. And I'll tell you what, impressive guns on Steratore.
4: Impressive guns. And, you know, there's got to be a little in-house competition on the, on the gun front with some of these, you know, alpha male types.
1: Hockey, yeah. If hockey Lee is like the Schwarzenegger in this, or let's say the Stallone in this Expendables type setup, w- hockey Lee's I don't know. Maybe Staretor is, you know, Dolph Lundgren. I don't know.
4: Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, it's you know, he he sort of came out of the shadows. I'd not really, I can't say that I knew a lot about this this man before last night, right. but See, Gene, Gene Staretor has easily got the most swagger of any official in the NFL. That's our producer Bryce uh, jumping in with his thoughts. Yeah, on
6: that. I don't,
1: I don't know, I don't. What does that mean?
6: He just, just the way he delivers himself and what, what he says and the way he says it when he talks about challenges, there's just... I
1: could, hear, I could hear like Bryce's heart skipping a beat as oh, he talks no. about his referee. I,
6: I'm, I'm a huge fan of Gene Steratore, so I'm surprised you guys
4: haven't heard of him. Well, no, it's, I, I think... Well, we've it, heard of the guy. Yeah, I,
1: mean, I, mean, it's, it's, I mean, that's not Ed, what it is. It's Ed
4: Hockley's game, let's be honest here.
1: Well, that's all the time we have. Uh, how did you think it went today, Mark?
4: It shot by in a minute. I uh, blinked in. I'm not, I'm not really sure what happened here. It was a blur.
3: Do you think things got weird with the Starator stuff? A little bit, then. Man, I'm glad I wasn't here for that. But thankfully, since then, we've added more heroes and got to know some of them better in Gold Standard's game show, Two Truths and a Lie. All right, here we go. So we just talked about... Getting to know me and TD. Now we're gonna get to know each other. We're playing a little game of two truths and a lie. So you're gonna read three facts. Two of them. By the
1: are way, true. do the stakes ever rise where the point it's value gets higher? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Okay. That yeah.
5: Brad Johnson thing cost me four points. Yeah. Well. Yeah.
3: Anyways, <laughs> read off three facts. Two of them will be truths. One will be a lie. Your fellow heroes need to choose which one's the lie. Both uh, people will be allowed to pick. There's no dinging. Okay. okay. All right, so let's start. I, with I think we should write it
5: down so that we're not influenced. Okay, okay. okay. and then All right. reveal. That's okay, it. that's good. See, good.
3: I don't have a pen in the out. I like it. Uh, Greg, you go first. Okay.
5: Um, my three things two truths and a lie. Got to pick out the lie. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. I'm going to read Greg's faces. as he says it. I once delivered strawberries up and down the East Coast. That's number one. Number two. I was working with Chuck Woolery at a mall on the day the U.S. toppled Saddam's stat- Saddam Hussein's statue in Iraq. Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, I once delivered a hot tea to Penelope Cruz. You choose one of those three. Do you want me to repeat them? No. Nope. All right. Uh, let's flip them over. Shall we? Dan chooses. Cruz is the lie. Dan is right. I didn't oh write it down. My. Oh. <laughs> I don't have a pen. Wait, you're supposed to write Sabotaging it down. i my game. Ask for a pen.
4: <laughs> a what have you gotten it
5: right? Huh? Well, he's disqualified. You can be honest. Well, but let's be honest. What have you gotten it? No. No Cause comment. He, cause he Cause I, won't be belie- I won't be believed no matter <laughs> no, what I, I say. I know, but I can l- see by the look <laughs> on your face. I'm sorry I blew it. I blew it. <laughs> One point two poorly yeah. organized. Uh, that's doesn't, I don't think that's that Dan's catching up because of that nonsense? I got it right. You got it right. You what got did it I
4: right. do wrong? You picked it I out. didn't do anything wrong. Greg, all right. Greg just sabotaged your point. Well, what right? were you Play gonna Greg? say? What you were you gonna say? You later. No, no comment.
5: <laughs> you said well you obviously <laughs> would be fighting for it if you had
3: it. I could <laughs> tell right. what you look. Like. All right. All right. Dan you're up. Okay, Let's here we go. Wait go. to reveal the, the answer. Here you go. Yeah.
1: There's my pen. Here we go. Two truths two truths and a lie. I was once defeated by more than 15 points in a ping-pong match against a prominent star of a daytime soap opera. Number two, I spent part of my 21st birthday in an ER after a mishap that followed a particularly reckless college drinking game. Three, I rigged a class vote in my senior year of high school, the result being our prom song was Eternal Flame by the Bangles. Not All My Life by Casey and JoJo.
3: While you're thinking about it, just enjoy the bangles. Mm. We're ready?
5: We're ready. Right. All right.
1: Or maybe you reveal to us what the right. Hold on, hold on. I will reveal it, and then you guys turn the card over. You want to do it that way?
3: That's good. Yeah, yeah that's good. C pro. All
1: right. The falsehood is the 21st birthday adventure. Bang. Got it. Wow. Oh. They both got it right. Wow, all right. Both got it right.
3: Mark and Greg, well done.
1: The other two were too Danish. By the way, <laughs> I did
2: bit,
5: pass yeah. Penelope Cruz in the hall as an NBC page. I don't want to hear so another word that about have, it. I thought that might have thrown you off. I don't want to hear path.
1: another word about that anecdote. Does anybody want to know, by the way, how I rigged the vote? Are you any interest in that? Learning Definitely. the secrets? Sure. Maybe our audience? Let me have the music again. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Just got to get a hold of the paperwork of the voting. Oh. And anyone in the <laughs> class, the class had 156 people. Let's say about 80 people voted, and Casey JoJo was the way in the head over the five options. Anyone that did not vote, I just checked the box for Eternal Flame, and
3: that carried the vote.
4: Nice. Devious. Highly unethical.
3: Highly unethical, but a worthy project. All right, and a good song. Come on. Let's look back. Casey well, for Jojo? the greater
4: good, I think. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, mine cool. are a little longer. I didn't realize this was meant to be like a <laughs> hot button. D- I
5: don't know what the deal is here.
4: Number well, one.
1: Gonna, by, by the way, no one's surprised that yours are longer. was long. One of
5: mine to. was long. It was at the mall with Chuck Woolery when they were toppling the statue or whatever. All right. Well, here we go.
4: Number one. I spent the spring of 1994 living in a youth hostel in the red light district of Sydney, Australia. My roommates were an angry German soldier on leave who railed against America and ate only McDonald's. His name was Hans. Also, two 19-year-old girls from Auckland, potentially runaways, named Greta and Violet. The girls were hooked on mystery novels. The soldier, soldier was prone to angry rages. The scene crumbled. One day before dawn, I packed up my belongings and vanished to the other hostel two miles away. My new, my new room overlooked an alleyway drug den. I would watch 15 to 20 people shoot up per day. This was during a time when I was trying to write a novel bridging the gap between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the <laughs> Is this Jedi. all three or the first one? That's the first one.
1: Oh. Okay.
4: Number two. In between semesters at American University, I lived in Towson, Maryland during the summer of 1995. I was dating a girl named Elian Because she loved the Baltimore Orioles, we saw a string of games leading up to Cal Ripken's consecutive games record. Elian was very into tarot cards. She loved driving around at night. We broke up in August when she became increasingly interested in becoming a Wicca. Number three. I was once seized by the cops for mail fraud... After friends and I used the stamp machine at St. Mary's Church to send out 200 letters, 199 of them to women and one to a gentleman, inviting them all to a in quotes, special party at a local restaurant called the Rusty Nail. We were finished when an undercover plainclothes cop caught us videotaping the event from the bushes across the street. The owner of the restaurant was steaming mad, citing concerns over terrorism, but the Rusty Nail broke its own record for revenue that day. Okay. I will wait until Greg is also ready.
5: <laughs> Look, you can't complain at all. You didn't have the right answer. I, I complain em- about anything I saved I you complain. the embarrassment of guessing wrong. All right. I had it right.
4: <laughs> all right. The one that is a lie is number two. I
5: got it.
1: I had the hostile as the lie.
4: No, no, that was deadly. Accurate. The
1: reason I thought that number two was the lie... Um, Actually, I'm all mixed up. The reason why I thought number two was you trying to throw off the scent was the baseball angle, and I thought, oh, he's going to think. He did a good job at the game, basically. He got me crossed up. I did go to plenty
4: of Orioles games, but not with a girl who wanted to be a Wicca. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. Have something
5: there that's a little true. Learned a lot today.
3: We did learn a lot that day, Gold Standard. Since then, Wes has established himself as an NFL trivia aficionado, and Mark has a way with words to go along with his sarcasm.
1: Wes's toaster. All right, let's get out of here. That's uh, that's it, Wes. Congratulations, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. You probably don't think you'll ever be beaten now. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say that.
5: I do worry. Wes is at the point in his career he's no longer even enjoys uh, the championships. Uh, all he can do is whoa. Oh, what's, what's
4: this?
1: That? Wow. What's happening here? Oh my God! It's oh, <laughs> that's oh, Dave Gamache's music. That's Dave Gamache's music. <laughs> It's Damashek's music. Oh no! Wow!
0: Good evening, sir. Did you remember when in uh, in Dark Knight when uh, when uh, when Batman has his back broken and he's thrown in that hole and then he escapes and he's born anew? That's what Damashek is now. Get ready to meet
1: your mate. Wesley.
6: Do you want me to answer the question? No, I've never seen Dark Knight.
1: <laughs> wow, Dave Damashek, and you know, this came together very quickly. Wow. Apparently, wow. because j- I saw just this morning on Twitter, uh, Sheck made that same dark night analogy, spoiler alert. Um, and, but that means, and what's the little time machine? Dave knows his football. But, Absolutely. Yeah. But I think, Wes, you put it well on Twitter. Dave runs into an issue, at least the first time we played, which was what?
6: His expansive mind has to explore every contour of every question, which means that. The 60 seconds that we get, no. he uses on the first question
5: given to him. Sheck has never opened his mouth without it staying open for at least four <laughs> or five minutes, so it's difficult. He's got a look in his eye. Look at this guy.
0: Wesling, I'm taking you down, and then soon after, I'm going to come up there, and I'm going to take Greg Rosenthal and throw him off the top of the parking garage for his <laughs> mean-spirited words.
1: I'll ju- I will say this. The uh, great choice of intro music, Dave, of Living Thank in you. America by James Brown, I will throw out there that uh, the last time someone used that intro music was Apollo Creed, and he was murdered in the ring. Literally <laughs> murdered uh, by his opponent that same night.
0: I am also Drago's reckoning. I'm making <laughs> things right 30 years later on behalf of Creed, the greatest of all
1: pugilists. All right, now, as the host <laughs> of the game show, I must first, out of respect to the champion, or as Dave says, the champion, you have to accept the challenge. Oh, yeah. I won't make you take on Dave. No, no, of course. I accept it. You will take all comers. Greg, anyway. note that in your uh, history books and mm. your record keeping.
0: No Boy, <laughs> he sounds exactly like Steph Curry. Wait, Kyrie Irving's not playing? <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll finish off the series. Yeah, I guess we can go ahead and play this <laughs> thing. May as well.
1: And I, I just so <laughs> happened to write six more additional questions. So it's no. a good thing I was prepared for this. You had a backup. Oh, maybe. I don't know. It all, it all you are together. the
6: most prepared host I've seen in a while. <laughs> all
1: right. So, Dave, just a quick refresher of the rules. You're going to get 60 seconds. Keep that in mind this time. You only have 60 seconds. Six questions. You can go back and skip and go back. Uh, but keep in mind that the tiebreaker is the clock. So if okay. you finish with the same number of answers as Wes, uh, but he does it quicker, you lose. All right. All right wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Chris Wesley?
0: Wait, I want no, I want to look at Wes the whole time.
6: You <laughs> have to leave the room. Look Wes. at the
0: giant nose. <laughs> Deal with this giant nose, Wesling. It's intimidating. <laughs> yes, right. it is. You better
6: pray. Where I are you, speak. by the
0: way?
1: I don't even want to know. Don't Chris worry Wesley, about it. Be gone. Beat it. Wes is out of here.
0: Yeah, you better beat it. Yeah, you better run. <laughs> yeah, you better run. Keep going, you out the door. I live on an island. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I like to drink beer on an island.
1: <laughs> Damnation. I don't
0: wear shoes some of the time.
5: <laughs> I am trying to figure out where you are. I can't. I can't do it.
1: Well, all it's we not ne- your affair. All we need Please. to know is it's time, Dave. All right, we got to start the game. I'm
0: ready. I'm With ready. All due
1: respect. We got to go. All right, here we go. At the start of the eerie uh, '80s Stallone movie, synthesizer music. We're going. It all ties together. Perfect. Name the Raiders tight end who was named to the 1970s All-Decade Team. Dave Casper. This photo sharing app currently has an ad campaign that features Dick Butkus and Kristen Cavallari, aka Mrs. J Cutler.
0: Well, I don't. That's what I don't. Next.
1: This defender was a nine-time Pro Bowler who had his number retired by the Eagles in 2012.
0: Nine-time Pro Bowler. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Bill Bergey.
1: Two teams have defeated the Patriots at Gillette Stadium in the playoffs in the Belichick Brady era. Name them:
0: the Ravens and the. The Belichick era. Come on, Damashek. Come
1: on. Ten seconds. Broncos. What was? The, what is the home stadium of the Miami Dolphins?
0: Pro Player Stadium?
1: Who, who is the Packers' all-time leading receiver? Time.
0: Don Hudson.
1: All right. Uh, t- uh, official score, I have two.
5: No, that's not right.
1: Oh, excuse me. I have one. You have one. One.
0: Ah, uh, wait. Was it Reggie White?
1: Well, wait. Dave's. Uh, Wes is coming back in. It was not. Though. One! Oh, wait. All right. All well,
0: right. he can't
4: know that, so. All
1: right. All right, Wes, a chance to go three for three. Now take a good look at Dave and tell me if you think (laughs) that he killed it or once again struggled on the big stage. He's trying to throw me
6: off. I don't even care what he did.
1: Ooh! Wow. Saucy. All right, let's start the timer. Name the Raiders tight end who was named to the 1970s All Decade Team Dave Casper. This photo-sharing app currently has an ad campaign that features Dick Buckus and Kristen Cavallari, (laughs) a.k.a. Mrs. J. Uh, What is it? Pinterest? (laughs) This defender was a nine-time Pro Bowler who had his number retired by the Eagles in 2012. Nine-time Pro... Uh, Pass. Two teams have defeated the Patriots at Gillette Stadium in the playoffs in the Belichick era. Name them. The Jets. And the Ravens. What is the home stadium of the Miami Dolphins? Sun Life Stadium. Who is the Packers' all-time leading receiver? Ten seconds. Antonio Freeman? Do you want to go back? Uh, Yes. This defender was a nine-time Pro Bowler who had his number retired by the Eagles in 2012. Brian Dawkins? One, two, three, four. Four, is that correct? You got five correct. Five. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Five out of six for Wes again. Dave got just one. <laughs> Did you get to the second question? <laughs> Wait a second.
0: Antonio Freeman is
2: correct? No. no.
1: The, all right, here are the Here's answers. The- Dave Casper was that tight end. You both got that right. Wes, I'm so proud of you about this one. Pinterest is the photo-sharing app.
6: All I could think of
1: that was um,
6: Nerdickbuckus. No Nerdickbuckus.
0: Nerdickbuckus.
1: Uh, Brian That's Dawkins. That's a
0: trivia question? That's ridiculous. Brian, Shame on
1: Ollie. Brian Dawkins uh, is the that was a good pull. Uh, defender, a nine-time Pro Bowler. I was surprised they retired his number like before he retired. Two teams have defe- – well, they did. When did he retire? They didn't. He just retired a couple
5: years ago. Yeah, 2012. They retired his number. He uh, was still right up-
6: playing for the Broncos.
1: The Ravens, well, doesn't matter. The Ravens and Jets <laughs> are the two teams. The Ravens, I can't
5: believe I didn't
1: get the Jets. The Ravens uh, beat the Pats twice. You have to know your host. And almost three times, by the Bart, way.
0: I, helps well, to have I experience to
6: in the Wim toaster. You have to know your host. He's yeah. going to ask Jets
1: questions.
0: That is, But I talked to Bart Scott about that game <laughs> two
1: days ago. Uh, Sun Life <laughs> Stadium is the home stadium of the Dolphins, Wes. And finally... Uh, neither of you got this one right, because this is a tricky one. Donald Driver is the Packers' all-time mm. leading receiver in ah! both both receptions and yards. And so not that go. close.
5: At least receptions wasn't close. But yards, he's got Jordy it.
1: Nelson will probably catch him, but not yet. All right, Dave, uh, again, you have been vanquished, but it was, uh, it was <laughs> nice to have man? you on. <laughs> Trying to kiss hands goodbye. Oh, there we go, buddy. Love you. Like your beard. <laughs> All right, that's it. Dave is out. Creepy. Again. The most entertaining tomato can we've ever had. (laughs) Also, the tomatoist
6: of the tomato cans.
1: You know, we we should have Dave somehow take on Dave, where we ask him the same Mm. questions like a month apart and see who wins. (laughs) (laughs) That would be interesting. I don't know. Seriously, how
6: many questions did
1: he get to? Uh, he got he got through all of them. He got to them oh, all. Yeah. He got only got one of them all right. Right, exactly. So Wes, I will tally it up now. Out of eighteen questions, you got sixteen correct, which is right about at your average. You're like the bowler that averages two sixty or so. So that is, um, guys on top of this good. game. Yeah, excellent. I mean, tremendous. Even, Greg, your final thoughts.
5: Well, I I like the job that Sean did in TD and uh, everybody back there. Every everyone did a good job as toasters go. This was palatable.
1: All right, that's it. Wes, this thing, whatever it is, it's yours, baby, and it remains yours.
4: Sessler.
1: Mark Sessler will start with the Cowboys and Chargers, a game that uh, if you're a Cowboys fan and you're a little nervous about what that defense is going to do this season or not do, uh, you have some reason to be concerned. The Chargers had no problem moving the ball on the Cowboys. And the only real bright spot was Brandon Whedon, which tells us a lot. So, Mark, do want to tell us a little, about, a little bit about what you saw uh, from both teams.
4: I will let others chime in on aspects of the game. I, on the way home, I uh, got caught the 405, which is a terrible highway that runs north-south in California. All five lanes shut down for some two-exit-long construction problem. So I had to go on a, like a 18-mile uh, circuit around up some strange road, got home around 2.30 in the morning, standstill traffic, came up with a list about what annoyed me most about what I saw on the field.
1: Ooh. Ooh, mm. I like this. I like this. Uh, why, don't we, uh, why don't we hear it? Let's hear the list. You sure? I would like to hear it. I don't know about you fellas. I would love to hear it. It is, it is right.
4: a 50- 50 words to describe The Dallas Cowboys defense That I saw last night
1: I got a, I got a good feeling about this Alright let's hear it
4: Hang with me here Here we go Putrid Shipwrecked Dreaming in space Mealy Dog bit Moist Abyss Bieber like Rustic but not in a good way Cowed Overly cute Unabashedly feminine, lost in a fog of incorrect thinking, control-alt-delete, wind-damaged, childlike but not to suggest innocence or purity, an eternally open door, the frightening laughter of the idiot, ultra-hazy, viciously below average, we're 20 in. A
5: picture of
1: societal Wait, we're norms. 20 in out of how un- many?
4: 50. A picture of societal norms <laughs> unhinged on the gridiron. Wait, iron. so that
5: counts only for one word. <laughs> yes, it is terms. That's only one
4: That's word. It terms. is terms or phrases. 20. Let me know when you get to 30. Two, Greg. Let me know when you get to 30. Distressing. A scorched meadow. A dystopian wasteland of the mind. A 400-year stay in Paramus, New Jersey. Oh. <laughs> Every, every horrible every horrible ex-girlfriend embodied in a loose 4-3 scheme.
1: Can we, <laughs> all right, can we stop you there for a second? Yes. And then we're going to get back to the back end okay. of the list. Because we need to digest the, okay. fr- the front of that. No, that's right.
6: fair.
5: And that, Very fair. Mar- I was expecting Marinelli to be one of the words. Well, we're not done
1: no. yet. So, Ma- Mike, By up. the way, so what were your thoughts on the defense? I ca- I'm not sure what, where you were going with that.
4: Everything San Diego tried to do, everything San Diego (laughs) tried to do, it did in spades. Phillip Rivers looked outstanding. Every running back they put out there is plowing for 6, 7, 8, 9, 22 yards a carry.
5: Well, Jason Garrett and Rod Marinelli, their quotes weren't quite as colorful as yours, but they were along the same lines. Garrett's quote after the game was, Sometimes they did okay when asked about the defense. That's not really like a motto you want to print up on your T-shirts. Cowboys defense, <laughs> 2014, okay. sometimes they did okay. Depressing. Yeah. And uh, Marinelli said we, we have to tackle better. I wouldn't be too worried.
1: I mean, it was only the first week of the preseason. Well, it-
4: I, am, I am taking the liberty to completely overreact.
1: Why don't we uh, play it out with Sessler finishing up his list <laughs> right, of we Dallas right the- Cowboys defense. Commentary.
4: It's fifty terms of why they. Yeah, are Yeah, where are we at are. right now? We are at twenty-three.
1: Fifty. I feel like it's five hundred. Well, All right, well, it it go does ahead, feel
4: Mark. A tad long. Here we go. Every horrible ex-girlfriend embodied in a loose four-three scheme. <laughs> Sterile, a wasteland of ideas, the bottom of the food chain. I'm gonna go back to. The, uh, the opposite of human attraction, dead leaves, a corpse.
7: Yeah, I'm checking out too, guys. A
4: wreckage, scattered parts, <laughs> fat-faced, never sexy. Intellectually suspect, untraveled, (laughs) pockmarked, (laughs) soiled.
3: I'm going to go get some lunch.
4: Swirling into a pit.
3: It's not always happy times here for our heroes or their friends. Sometimes you just have to say, Are you kidding me? Live!
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes! Yes! And Now it's time. It. I'm just man. thinking back, and
5: I'm just going to enjoy the rest of this segment. Uh,
1: See let's you guys just later. What uh, you want to take some video? Uh, <laughs> what do you have to get off your chest this time, Connor? Now that you are in Los Angeles, or are you kidding me live?
8: I think for the for the for the first live one, I think we should really we should tackle the big problems, the biggest major issue in the United States, which was it is inter United States commercial air travel. We got to ban all the airlines, break them up. Ban the
1: airlines, they're all terrible. All right, so why? Perfect. I
8: was on my way out here, and uh, I was like 20 minutes into a documentary about Fabergé eggs, and <laughs> uh. the guy trying to get out of my seat smushed the input cord on my body. Uh, Right, my brand-new custom Bose headphones and rendered them completely useless for the rest of the
1: trip. Oh, man, that's my private property! (laughs) That's messed up, man. I just think
8: that you know. I, I think like I, I'm not meant to be out here. You know, like I'm 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 kind of uh, I've developed my I've evolved to the point where I can live in New Jersey. I can't. You're be a out married here, so. guy in the yeah.
1: suburbs. You got a wife. You got a house. You got a mortgage. You don't need any of this L.A. stuff. You Don't
8: need it, and I don't think other people do. You just stay stay where you are.
1: Stay where you're comfortable. Never take a chance. <laughs> All right, what, what else what else is going on? What else is grinding your gears right now?
8: Here, you know. I mean, I'm out here, <laughs> no. you know, and this is just, like, it's not my scene at all, you know. I'm what, of, I'm where done, we uh, live or coming to work at the NFL media? What do you mean? I, I like the office. I like you guys, but, but L.A. is the worst, man. L.A. is
1: filled with plastic people. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Because that, to me, sounds like a cliche, Connor. I mean,
8: like, my phone doesn't work as good here. Um, <laughs> you know, Stupid. I hate that. Uh, yesterday, like, a cab driver did something, like, really, like, distractingly nice to me. And, like, there was nothing <laughs> that I could do about it. I, 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 there's just no there's no flavor in
1: this town. It's got no heart. Well, you you do make it. Well, you're not making a lot of good points <laughs> here. But I will say that I was struck when I moved to L.A. that people are really nice. Uh, almost uh, annoyingly so. Like the guy that works at the supermarket will be a little too nice where he's telling you like where the the green peas are. You're, you're talking that type of thing. It just gets on your nerves.
8: Like you know when your mom always said to combat with kindness, but you didn't do it. But then everybody who did do it just moved out here, and so they all hate you, but they're also really nice to you. I can feel that. <laughs> I can tell.
1: Uh, you know, Connor, what's your problem, man? Why don't you ever live outside your own box? <laughs> Any other problems with LA, or I'm good, man. All right, so I guess I have just one. Uh, you have one more uh, thing to say, don't you?
8: Or are you kidding me? Beautiful. We jumped the shark in an amazing way. Oh, no, that,
1: that was amazing, incredible. Patrick. So what good.
5: a what a performance!
1: Yes, Patrick yes. Gongo. Is that pronounced correctly? Patrick Kikongo with the axe work, beautiful stuff. Now, what? I, we meant to get David Ely on the phone uh, yesterday, who's a downstairs, a big Panthers fan, um, who is crushed, absolutely crushed when uh, his team lost the Super Bowl, and of course, he, uh, uh, you know, brought champagne to the newsroom to Ooh, celebrate. That's never a good move. He's wearing his Cam Newton T-shirt. Try to call him yesterday. And uh, we have some photos, actually, of, uh, I think, Lindsay, you took one from the newsroom uh, that showed him upset uh, that he didn't get the phone call. I mean, this is life as, as David Ely in modern time. So let's... Uh, I don't know
2: if it was that he was upset that he wasn't getting the phone call or upset that you were calling him a loser <laughs> in a graphic.
1: Yeah, well, let's, let's get him on the phone again. Let's try again. Uh, David Ely, the downstairs desk editor, huge Panthers fan. Of course, the, the phone might not work again. News desk, Tony. Hey, Tony, what's up? This is Dan Hansis in the studio. Hansis. What's up, buddy? Um, can we talk to David Ealy? Yeah, man. All right, cool. <laughs> One sec.
2: <second.
4: laughs>
2: Hi, on Tony. Control. I
6: like it's that there's a the chain control. of command to get to David Ely.
1: Yeah. Well, he's running the show on the desk. He's,
2: he's an important guy.
1: And it's David. Ealy, what's up? Welcome to the Around the NFL podcast.
9: <laughs> oh, what's going on? I was listening to uh, Yeezus Season 3. You caught me off guard.
1: Oh, God. What
9: were you listening to? Yeezus Season 3. Kanye just dropped his new album. Oh, he yeah. called it Season 3? No, he's having his fashion line as oh, like that's Season oh. 3.
2: Wait, you're working it's, right uh, now, right?
9: Easily. It's the off-season. I hope no Shadowy League figure is listening right now. None.
1: Yeah. No, 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 no. Well, we we only just passed the 20 million download mark, uh, Ely. So you, uh, we just wanted to touch base with you because you, of course, are a Panthers fan. Super Bowl Sunday, you opted to work during the game. It, it seemed like a move that was a little bit uh, done out of, I don't know, uh, hubris? Hubris? Because you wanted to be the the big shot at the desk. You brought champagne. Is it is it fair to say that you kind of got overconfident in a big spot? Oh God.
9: I don't know if I would call it a hubris move. I, I, w- I definitely wanted to do the uh, push alert so that the Panthers had won the Super Bowl. That's, that's a true statement. <laughs> that's so. such a
1: desk editor move. Like, this was all I based on, on the push, push alert?
3: alert?
9: I, I wanted to be there when the moment happened. Um, I don't know. It's a, I've, I had a good thing going watching them at, in the office all season, so it was a little bit of superstition.
1: Where does this – where did it rank uh, the losses, like – and we, we love talking with Ely about his personal life and about like girls and all the different things that are going on. A lot to unpack there. A lot to unpack. We're, I mean, th- that had to be one of the worst moments of the last few years, that Super Bowl defeat, right? And I mean, you're, I wouldn't call you like a Charlie Brown figure, but sometimes a lot of bad things happen to you <laughs> and you kind of deserve the Super Bowl win and you didn't get it.
9: Oh, uh, I mean, I've, I have a, a wealth of disappointment to prepare me for this kind of moment. But uh, I put it on par with my girlfriend breaking up with me a few years ago. That, yeah. kind, of, that kind of moment.
1: I mean, yeah, take us through that because you loved her, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs>
9: uh, I mean, I don't know if you want to go down that road necessarily, but um, some, 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 <laughs> some life lessons to be learned there for sure. Yeah. Because you don't ever know. I like, thought about, I thought about texting her this week saying, remember that night don't. When you dumped me? No, I thought don't. this was on par, par with that. By the way, what's up? David,
2: scale of 1 to 10, how much of a loser do you feel like right now?
9: (laughs) Well, everyone's
1: looking at me right now in the office, so that's kind of magnifying it. So I'd say a solid 8. Here's the thing. Ely is not a loser. Not only is he an excellent editor, he's going to make a girl very happy one day. It might be a few years from now, but it's going to (laughs) happen. He's still got a great uh, football team. Ken Newton is the best young quarterback in football. So, Ely, you know, one day Lucy's not going to pull that ball away.
9: I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Actually, um, I, let's
1: go around the horn. And
9: what? what should I use my champagne for?
1: Oh, I was going to ask what happened to the
4: champagne. I've gotten.
1: Right, we're going to do the thing: hang up and listen, Ely, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. You know, you asking a question is kind of a weird move, ballsy. <laughs> we're going to let you have it, uh, like but it. we're going to say goodbye.
4: I think he All pulled right, it off. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll Get hang back up to listen. work, <laughs> David Ely, everybody. Uh, I think he should use that like when he gets a girlfriend.
4: Yeah, you've got to save it. It was meant for what I think would have been the most inspiring moment of Ely's life. So you've got to hold on to it for the next potentially inspiring moment. Could have to wait a bit. Hot tub.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tonight. (laughs) His next date. Oh. Champagne hot tub. Mm. Lindsay.
2: But then what if that girl breaks up with him? Right. No, you gotta keep it the former one did. You have to you have to make sure that this bottle of champagne is not going to waste.
1: What is a good way to ensure it? Lindsay, you're (laughs) just um, drink
6: it. That way it won't go to waste.
1: Maybe you can offer some advice to Dave. Lindsay, you you know, you are married now, but you're once in the dating circle yourself, dating pool. What is the number one thing a man should be projecting uh, to win a, a comely woman?
2: Aside from champagne?
1: Aside from booze, yeah.
2: Okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Competence? Mm. I'm gonna go with confidence. So he should just wear that my team lost like a badge of honor. Mm. Own it.
6: It's great advice. Yeah. Are you listening, Probably, Dave? I think he should go into the date without the fact the Panthers being any factor whatsoever. Why does his football team have to weigh? Yeah, keep it out. Perspective on a date.
4: All right.
2: Well, it could. Yeah. I mean, maybe the the right woman for him is someone that's going to appreciate that.
4: Well, the idea of being confident is would be a great note for Ely, he's a confident in some areas, not every area, but this would be a good takeaway.
3: Well, that was depressing. Anyway, let's pick up our spirits with a speed round of our best ATN quotes.
2: So now, it's time for Odds and Ends, Odds and Ends, let's get some Odds and Ends, get your Odds and Ends right here. Ooh! Wow! What a rendition! How about that
1: I love the show. I'm really excited about the show. B minus pre (laughs) Wait, (laughs) what? Five words, guys. And it could have been taken right out of an RG3 tweet from 2013. Don't afraid to be great.
6: Don't afraid to be great. Whoops.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't be afraid to be great. Six words. Yeah.
4: The only name you can trust in sports journalism, colon, Mark Sessler.
1: And this is where its you got to hang on you. If you're not hanging on you, are going to get called out on it. You'll be called a fool. Seinfeld sucks, too. I don't care. <laughs> the right. man matter. Guy is here. I picked up a knock near me and bits. They say I'll be ready for training camp. Well, that's a bit of a trope, eh? Oh, down the middle, Sessler. Hell, he oh. calls him out. Life on oh. the fence. Is this All how right. you guys do it on the podcast? No! Oh, no.
5: No Sugar Ray, but
4: Sugar Ray, oh not
5: God. bad. No, we're not playing. No, gonna play no, play. no, we're not Brandon playing. Brandon went in to get on Never the board. Again. I had to swap him out of the Brandon <laughs> just threw a
4: fit
8: because he's, he had a good Sugar Ray play. No, no.
5: He is jumping around. <laughs> oh,
8: my God. My ears. Stop it.
4: No.
1: He's going to hit some home runs right now and tell us uh, three sleeper home run picks from the 2016 NFL Draft. Get us going, Spicy. Well, I, I gotta tell
8: you I didn't listen to a thing you said the last 90 seconds or so
1: Dan's not even listening right
2: now Dan I, I'm h- producing y- you have to listen
1: I'm producing
0: I just I wanted to uh, vocally uh, congratulate you on your new child oh, I'm not usually good. Uh, wow. pro-human procreation, <laughs> but uh, you seem like you got it under control so
1: alright I didn't hit enter oh 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 you're all baboons uh, Ely. In terms of your disappointment level up right now, where does it rank, like, this suspension and the embarrassment that comes with this and, you know, what happened with your college girlfriend and how that didn't work? <laughs> out. So. She,
9: she gave me the courtesy of breaking up with me face-to-face um, oh. rather than an email.
2: Wow.
1: It was a press release. And, uh, <laughs> okay, that's it. That's it for Odds and Ends. Lindsay hit
2: it. Oh, Danette! That snuck up on me. Go That's Good. (laughs) I love that Chris is dancing with me. Okay, thanks. That was good. Yay! There you go.
3: It's fun to look back, but our heroes are always looking towards the future. That was even more apparent when our heroes voted on new outro music for the podcast.
1: A couple weeks ago, I was listening back to the show as I do, taking notes, pros and cons on each of the members of the uh, of the show. Um, and the outro music played. And let's just hear the outro music for our show. And it occurred to me that I'm a little. And let me know if you guys agree. I'm a little over the outro music. Yeah. Isn't it? See, I don't even. I don't even really remember anymore how it came to be. But I feel like maybe we can do better. Am I crazy to think that?
6: I'm as over this outro music as I am of. TD's in the gang drop.
1: Okay, well, that, says, that speaks volumes right there. So what, uh, what I did was uh, I asked each of the members of the Around the NFL team, and I included myself in this, to put the faith in the hands of Sully and, uh, and TD behind the glass. And I don't know if the Irishman McGinnis is involved with this, but I said, this is what we're going to do. Each of the members of the podcast, the four of us, are going to give you ten words – to describe what we imagine the new outro song of the around NFL podcast to sound like. And then it'll be up to you to go through our library Mm. uh, and choose something that's similar to that. And then hopefully a uh, behind the glass, you guys do a good job picking uh, something that's representative of the explanation that we provided. And B maybe as a group, the four of us or maybe the listeners can decide what to actually use. Mm. Um, So I thought this would be a good exercise I mean, Christ! It's, it's July seventh, so you know, let's do it. Uh, so, TD, uh, first, before we tee up the first, the first description with the accompanying song, did you find, and Sully, did you find this to be difficult?
7: Not at all. As uh, as you guys may not know, in my other life, I was a break dan- break dance dancer. In this <laughs> life, though. <laughs> I am a pretty good house party DJ oh, okay. all about, all about the music. And the trick is you don't set the mood, you compliment the mood. You see Ooh. what's going on, and then you and mm. you hit the tracks, and everyone has a good time. So I had fun with this one. Sully involved in this as well, and he was loving it. And he was downstairs laughing like he usually does coming okay. up with new stuff. I mean,
1: that guy, he is outgoing and friendly, and he's got a, a sense of humor to him, that Sully. Yeah,
7: that guy, man.
1: has weird stash, but... <laughs> a little bit weird. Um, all right, so why don't we? I'll I'll go first. Right. So again, this these are the rules, and I hope and I didn't see anybody else's, but I hope everyone followed the rules. Ten word max. Okay, this is what I wrote: hip hop, hip hop tinged, victorious, celebratory, adventurous spirit, sonically fresh. And let's hear what you got. What you got out of that? All right, here's what we got: a little tinge, a little bouncy. Mm-hmm. All right. Listen, I'm going to say it right bang, drop it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you guys did a great job with this. This is, this is exactly when I. This is, this is an adventurous spirit to this. I'll open it up to the floor.
3: I like it. That's
5: a really strong uh, opening salvo. I, I, remember, I even told you at the time, you, you sent that out by mistake to everyone. No, you haven't seen ours. We were told to send it out to everyone. Well, whatever it was. No, I was told to I saw, send
1: it to the people behind the glass also. I was
6: what? told by TD to send it to my
1: all. When
5: <laughs> Dan sent that out, I said, that that's the song I want. That he pretty much oh. he oh. really stole what I was thinking. High five, That was it. That was it. TD did it. Maybe I'll go next then. We'll see, right, let's see, it, what, see how mine's a little different. Let's
1: see if it's the same song. Let's or who knows? Okay, what was yours, Greg?
5: Uh, Mine was foreboding, (laughs) rhythmic. Weird. Okay. End of days, youthful, parties (laughs) over, jaunty.
7: Ooh. Backstories to this too. Greg then came over. 14
5: different things. How can it be jaunty and party? (laughs) over?
7: That's why I'm. (laughs) (laughs) End of
5: days slash (laughs) jaunty. Gotcha. It's like it's it's like the. The end of days is coming. Uh, no more coming, description. Part of this exercises, they <laughs> just right.
7: get Well they, Greg those also words. came over to my workstation and we spoke about Lil Wayne and the Carter three album That's cheating. The, the outro. It was so. the Carter. Oh, you
6: are politicking? Alright. That should be held
1: against <laughs> Greg's pick. Let's honest. It was honest. the Carter two. Alright, go ahead.
5: The, go. the outro
1: It's a little it takes a while for it to drop. Which is was what exactly two. what you want in a 10-second <laughs> Yeah. You're building it up. Alright, till Thursday.
7: What is this, <laughs> Yanni?
1: What is that? <laughs> well, let me just try this one out. It's. Uh, I like this. One. All right, that's yeah. it for another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. Blah blah oh, blah, we got, blah. No, no, we,
7: we got to do that again. We got to, you got to be doing that while it's rising. You ready? Okay, okay, here we let's go. do it.
1: All right, let's go. All right, that's it for another edition of the Around the League podcast. <laughs> I'm going to go home and drown myself in my bathtub, and I hope you guys will come to my funeral. Uh, and whoever's taking on the show after me, good luck. Till Tuesday. Ooh, that oh, sounded that, good. That
4: was pretty that good. That sounded good.
1: <laughs> the room explodes.
4: <laughs> Wait, Dan, but you did an excellent you job. You've Gotta nail the timing on that <laughs> one. Politicking against Greg to remove his song, but then it it went back against you because of that perfect
5: drop right there.
4: That
1: that was that was, nice. that was nice. I think
5: what you did was you listened to the words they gave you very well. That uh, no matter what. Whether it's better than Dan the song or not, I think you. I like, like
1: them both better. so far. The, I didn't like a li- that little like scratch yeah. thing. It was kind of like doo, 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 doo. Hanson Dust brothersy, and I wasn't into that. But everything else was good. Wes, yours.
6: <laughs> Inspired syncopated funk dropped from Mount Olympus like manna from heaven.
1: Hmm. Interesting, <laughs> and and uh, this feels like something T D and Sully might struggle with. But let's see what they got.
7: So, yeah, to pull the curtain back, we're already up in the studio at this point. So, Sully went on this. I have full faith in him, but in case it messes That's up. That's that buck. This is all Sully right here. Let's check it out. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a little while for it to drop as well. We have rice's music, so I'm not worried about that. A little funky.
1: Okay. I was uh, right.
6: thinking more along the lines right. of... Hard limit or Shaka Khan and Rufus. Mm. Well, sh- this seems a little more blues rocky.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I will say, although I liked uh, Wes's description, not an easy thing to work off in terms of yeah, putting was, together the sonic palette. That was tough. That was yeah. tough. Yeah.
5: We sort of have to like. I think it's safe to say that's not. That one's a loser. <laughs>
1: it does not reflect either on Sully or no, Wes. It n- it I, I must not have recorded whoever, it. Whoever's the generic artist, be better. Now, finally, Mark.
4: <laughs> Hold on. Let's see. It's right there. All right. Ten words. Hallucinogenic. Boundary stretching. Alien mind from solar depths. Not Kanye. I
7: like Kanye. That's all you needed. It's the last bit. All
1: right. All right. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it for another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. It was a great show.
7: No, that's well, all it does. It just sits there, kind of like Mark doing
4: a podcast. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Can't go a show without <laughs> some wild shot from TD that makes no sense. Um, Atmospheric.
1: Yeah, no, it, it, I feel like it does sync up with the description. What do you think, Mark? Is this what you are Yeah, I like mind?
4: it. I, I like it. I don't think it fits mm. the what we're looking for. Right? I wouldn't call that boundary stretching.
1: Not quite. All right, finally. So I think we can narrow it down to the first two. So can we hear the first two one more time? All right. And maybe, I don't know, should we decide here or should we let the listeners decide? Let the listeners, the listeners decide. Listen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. And, T.D., and, you figure out how to facilitate this on Twitter. But this is, let's call this uh, the old Zeuser option. <laughs> <laughs> the outro. The outro. That's, an, that's it for another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. We will be back next week with Billy Crystal <laughs> and Shaka Khan. Till then. Quite a pull.
7: I would say it needs to be versatile enough because sometimes if we have some outtakes that we want to put on the back end, sure, it needs to be good enough to
1: all put right underneath. And now, uh, finally, Greg's. This would be the boss version.
5: I like
4: it.
1: I like it. I don't know why
7: it works. Get the road going.
1: I like them both.
5: I like the them both. Going. I actually kind of like Dan's.
1: I, right I do, and I, I like mine a little better, yeah, I like but I both. wouldn't fight this one. No,
5: I like them both. I think
1: mine is more uh more better across the board, but yours has the – Real moment of splendor, I would say. It does
7: have a it moment of ball. splendor. Yeah. It does require you to do some more work, though. I know. I don't like out- that. It shows a little bit bad. I don't, it's don't do any no, more work. No, come on, it's wicked.
1: Anyway, but it's not my decision. It's the listener.
7: It's like counting you down on live TV. You know. All right.
1: What? Well, just since we'll never hear it again, let's do an actual outro with Wes's clunker. Because <laughs> okay. we got to go. We got to go to a meeting right now. All right, partners. That's it for another edition of the Round the NFL Podcast. We'll be back. Thursday with another show. It's going to be a, a rollicking good time. This is Dan Hantz signing off for Quiet Storm, the mailman, the boss, and Tay and Sully and the Irishman behind the glass. I don't like them Irishmen. Till then.
3: As your meaningless Master of Ceremonies, thank you for listening. For all the heroes, this is The Irishman. Make sure you continue to tune in. It's only going to get better from here. This is
4: Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class.
2: Find great brands like Kohler at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com
4: slash build.